0: FM 104 is switched on and I'm joined by Luke Delaney from News. Hello. Hey Louise, good to be back. Thanks for popping in. So, Friday's match.
1: Amazing. Where else is there to start? You know, when we were speaking last week, I was a little bit apprehensive as to how we were going to get on. I think mm-hmm. the whole rugby nation was, all the fans were wondering how we'd deal after that World Cup quarterfinal exit, the post-Jonathan Sexton era, a lot of unanswered questions. Mm-hmm. I think even the French were probably quite surprised with how well we played and how much we really showed up from the very start. And it was something that really just shows the mentality of this team that Andy Farrell has built. And you know, we we started the year with the toughest fixture that you could get going away to France. And came out with a, a huge, huge win.
0: 38-17. Unbelievable. Like made, they amazing. walked away with
1: it. I, I completely. And to score five tries against any French team, whether that be at home or away, is incredible. But to do it away from home, get that bonus point, and to win by such a hefty margin is almost unheard of. That has become such a difficult place to go over the years. Nobody wants to go away to France. Me, myself, I dread that every second year in the six nations that we have to go away in recent times I can only remember that Jonathan Sexton dropped goal six, seven years ago when we won and that was one of the only happy memories I ever have from watching that Ireland team over in France and to do it and to come through and only to look like we were, didn't really have to get out of second or third gear as well there was plenty more that we could have done mm-hmm. we were trying stuff out but we were just so colossal so emphatic and really, really clinical at the most important times
0: so, Joe McCarthy, named player of the match. It's his first Six Nations. That's pretty unbelievable. What a
1: player. He's he's someone who has really emerged over the past couple of years at provincial level with Leinster. But that pathway to the Ireland senior team seems to be still qu- quite a far bit away. We see Todd Byrne nailed down to start and James Ryan who was in the question for captaincy only a couple of weeks ago and no one could have seen the two lads dislodged. They've been an ever presence there. And then Ian Henderson from Ulster as well, such an experienced player, was always at third in command. So to see Joe McCarthy come in, I know he played a couple of the early games in the World Cup against some lesser opposition, but to come in, wear that jersey, and to look like he's been doing it for years, mm. the most impressive thing is, he looks like a player who we really have not had over the years. A bruiser who knows just how talented he is. Seriously strong, so mobile, quick, excellent option in the line out it's a player that Ireland have been crying out for for years we've seen France's England the southern hemisphere teams have these players over the years it's something that Ireland have always struggled to produce we've had players who are aggressive who want to carry the ball in hard but I don't think we've actually had a player of Joe's physicality ever and that's really what emerged he came went up against some of the best players in the the world some of the best second rows in the world from France and bulldozed through them and did it from minute 1 to 80 and he was immense
0: and we were quite lucky, there doesn't seem to be any injuries from Friday's match.
1: Exactly, so I was out yesterday and we saw Calvin Nash, the winger, he was getting strapped, okay. so whether that means he's going to miss out or maybe be rested. Same with Gary Ringrose, obviously he did miss a game uh, on Friday, didn't train yesterday either, but speaking to Mike Kat, the attack coach, he was very optimistic that these players would still be involved, that they will be assessed as the week goes on. We will know tomorrow when the team does come out, but... Um, the Irish staff are still very hopeful that we will should have a, a full squad to pick from.
0: So we're at home in the Viva Stadium at 3 o'clock on Sunday against Italy. What's it looking like at the moment?
1: So it, it's tough with Italy because you know what you're going to get. They're a team who haven't changed much over the years since they've come in. I think that they've only won 13 games ever in the Six Nations over the past couple of decades when they've been in it. And there's been questions surrounding whether they should still be in it. But one thing that is clear, they're going to play... Very, very physical rugby, attacking free-flowing rugby and more often than not, that does take over their defensive awareness and they end up leaking through. To say that though, last week they did play England at Mm -hmm. home and at times were definitely the better side and they do possess a real threat, fast-flowing rugby and they only lost by three points to England. So we can't go into this and think, oh, we're going to absolutely steamroll them, which I think a lot of people will. You do have to give them the respect and they do warrant a lot of respect. They're under new management as well. They've got a lot of players here who have been jailed over the past couple of years and they've been almost stuck in a rut. They didn't have a very good World Cup, but to go in and underestimate this Italian side would be very bad albeit we are at home and you would very really would fancy us against anyone at home but it's one of them things over the past few years we've always seen the Italy game as a big time to rotate players give some of the fringe players a chance to get involved Mm. but this is slightly stranger because it's the way the Italy game is falling it's the second match week then we have that extended break where there's no game next week so we also have a lot of players in the squad who haven't had a lot of rugby since that World Cup James though one that springs to mind for me so recent years we have maybe made 14-15 changes to a side from the week before I don't think that will happen this week I do think we might make 9 or 10 changes but I think that there is 4 or five first team players and our strongest players that do need minutes in the tank ahead of which is a very long Six Nations period that probably could do with the rugby so we probably have a bit of a mix
0: What changes do you think are potentials?
1: Uh, I reckon that we might end up seeing a different person at ten. Jack Crowley was very good against France, but we do have two other players in there when Harry Byrne and okay. Kieran Frawley, who could come in. What one change that I think is certain is Oli Jaeger. He was uh, a New Zealander who has come up played with Blackrock College but then went back down to the Southern Hemisphere, played with Crusaders and joined Munster at the start of this year. He was only initially with the squad to help us train but yesterday we did see him training back again with Ireland and when we asked uh, the coach and staff they did say he will be involved so he's a very exciting prop that we're looking forward to seeing. I think Hooker as well is going to be another position that we're going to see. Tom Stewart knocking on the door but also Ronan Keller who was so emphatic off the bench and it's a position that we are blessed for a lot of options at so I think we will see changes all around and back row is another thing as well we're going to see maybe a break of that on Matinee Doris van der Fleer Uh, I'd love to see Nick Timoney from Ulster get a chance I'd love to see Ryan Baird from Leinster then come in on open side and then at number 8 Jack Conan as well someone who definitely deserves more rugby he's fantastic and it's just that we have such strength and depth in that back row that they don't maybe get the the minutes they deserve
0: Do we tend to perform better when we're at home?
1: Definitely De Viva has become a fortress it's somewhere where people don't want to go we're going to have an absolutely packed stadium thousands and thousands of Irish fans there very vocal and it's something that the players seem to really, really thrive off. We've seen New Zealand come to town, we've dismantled them, we've seen the South Africans, we've seen France. So it's definitely a, a big blessing that we have and we have it here in Dublin as a real fortress because I think if you go back years ago when the Aviva was being built, people thought that we might lose that with losing a bit of the Lansdowne Road but mm-hmm. thankfully we've, we've made it into a, a very tough place to come.
0: Do you want to make a call on something like
1: that? I'm going to go Ireland by 20. Oh, okay. Yes, so maybe three tries in the difference, I think. Um, I still think that we have a lot of ruby to get playing. I don't think Andy Farrell is going to want us to perhaps just throw it around, get a, a try here, try there, let them get back in the game. I think it's very important to continue to perform and whoever is playing, that we play the same way and be as rootless as possible. So, uh, main thing is a bonus point win and to keep that 100% record.
0: Excellent. We'll keep an eye on the Six Nations as we go forward. Luke Delaney from News, thank you so much.
1: Brilliant, Louise. Thanks, Will.